Yeah, go fuck himself. I highly doubt it. If that book comes out in fucking 17 days, I'll parade myself naked <laughs> up and down Main Street. I'll do it. I'm the fuck. Welcome back, everyone, to another installment of your favorite book talking podcast, your word evaluating author, critically acclaimed. This is why you're wrong. Are we critically acclaimed? If we say we are, we are. Yeah, right? That's how that works. Okay, we sure. we are critics of our own podcast. Uh, I don't know if that's how that works, but you know. It works. That's how it works way. for us. Yeah, we'll say that's it. all that matters. Yeah, it, that, that's how that works. And uh, We're the best motherfucking podcast you ever listened to in your life. And we're about to talk about books instead of uh, fruit. If someone tells us that we're wrong, then, you know, they're just... It's a part of the episode. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No talking about fruit today. Talking about... Much to y'all chagrin, we're not going to talk about fruit. Talking about a much better topic, in my personal opinion. Eh, I don't know. The last fucking 20 minutes of the last episode were uh, top notch. Very educational. Yeah, but that... Extremely educational. That wasn't necessarily about fruit. Yeah, it was. It was the medicinal properties of fruit. Sure. Go listen to the last episode. All the way through. Yeah, all the way through. But today, we're talking about books. Not I'm talking Steven, about. By the way. Hey, hey, yeah, that's Steven. I'm John. I'm Alex. That's Alex. Where this is why you're wrong. That's the three of us. Correct. Hello. Welcome. We're glad you could be here to talk about books with us today. Mm-hmm. We're talking about fantasy books and series. So this episode will most likely be us talking about the books we like, not necessarily arguing about which books are better. Correct. So if the example I used in the last episode was if for whatever reason you thought The Fellowship of the Ring was a good book, but the other two books in the Lord of the Rings trilogy were not. You may want to put Fellowship of the Ring on here, but you can also put the whole series. And then, of course, there are some... If you put the whole series of the Lord of the Rings on your list, I don't know if we can be friends. Lord of the Rings fucking sucks. Hey, okay. It was a good trendsetter. Sure. So say someone hasn't read as many books as y'all, and they'd have a list on books they want to read because they sound fucking cool, right? And let's just say Lord of the Rings just so happens to be at a number 10. Don't read Lord of the Rings. Read The Hobbit. The Hobbit? Yeah. Scratch off Lord of the Rings as your number 10. Jot down The Hobbit because nah. it's a better book. So that is going to be something with this list is I don't have any books that I haven't read on this list. Same. Uh, same kind of. Same same asterisks. If, if you're reading a series and you haven't finished the series, it's a little different. But, like... Or the fucking series isn't finished. Or the series isn't finished, which we have a couple of those. But I know, I know fantasy is big for Steven and myself. I, I don't know how if it's as big for Alex as it is oh, for I Steven and myself. Okay. He also loves it. He just hasn't read as much as Steven and myself. The two of us have had jobs where we have been allowed to listen to music or books while we work. So we've had a lot more time 
to read per se. Some people say that's not reading. I've known multiple people who tell me that that's not reading. If you tell me that fucking shit's not reading, go fuck yourself. I I agree. I bet I retain the information better than some idiot fucking plodding along reading that book in three years. I, uh, I definitely retain more when I listen. It's just the kind of learner I am. If I read the first half of a book and then I listen to the second half, I get more out of the second half because I'm just able to you know, retain it. Even if, you know, it doesn't matter what I'm doing, if I'm driving or if I'm working at whatever um, mindless task that I may have in front of myself. Also, I heard the most ridiculous argument I've ever heard in my entire life for why listening to a book isn't real reading. If your justification for that is because with real reading, there isn't someone making the voices for you, you're a maniac. You are an absolute fucking maniac. The voices in my head are as good as the people reading the voices. It's the same. They're the same. I agree. Just because I'm not putting in the effort to make people sound different when I'm physically reading a book does not mean someone acting it out lessens the lessens my engagement. Besides, I've seen in a couple places, because I've been trying to read faster, because that's another reason why I don't physically read books, is because I read them very slowly. Apparently, if you have an inner monologue, that slows your reading down considerably. So you're not even supposed to do that. So... How do you read without an inner monologue? You can live without an... What is an inner... Wait... So, like, the, the inner monologue being you read the word and then you say the word in your head. What the fuck? There are people who read like that? Yep. Do you not? No, I read, like, there's no there's no two-step process. Me reading the thing is just, it's both. It's I guess it happens at the same time. Nobody saw me shrug, except for maybe Steven, but I shrugged there because I don't know. Uh, I just don't know, Steven. I I think I have that, but like I I don't know. Regardless, moving on. I want to talk about good books. I also want to talk about good books. Okay, so maybe Are you guys cool with me going first? Uh, oh, I mean, shit. technically I've already gone. Yeah, Alex is already gone, but his number 10 was bad, so. You're bad. Oh, okay. Sorry. He he did say Lord of the Rings was his number 10. Oh, I was going to say something. Oh, there might be spoilers. My, oh, there, there thank definitely you. Be spoilers. Thank you. There's, good, uh, there's probably going to be spoilers. So Thank you for reminding me. There's this episode, and then there's a couple in the future that I'll just, you know, signify beforehand, is we are most likely going to talk a lot about the contents of these books. Yeah. I'm I am personally going to try and not talk about too much stuff because I know I if I hear a lot about a book I it makes me want to read it less because I like know what's going to happen before it happens. Yeah, I'll, we'll we'll try and keep it as vague as possible. But there's probably going to be there's a few plot points that I I would like to talk about. Of course. And I think for ar- for argument's sake. Yeah. That also increase my my enjoyment of the book further than if they didn't happen, I guess. I would agree. Also, uh, 
some from people who I know who listen to the podcast have complained sometimes that we don't talk enough about our picks because if it's something all three of us know and understand, then we don't elaborate. But not everyone is the three of us, so not everyone likes fantasy books. Or if you don't, or if you do like fantasy books and you haven't read these books, then we're just giving you a list of good fantasy books to read. Yeah, basically. And if you have any suggestions, any fantasy books we don't cover on here, just fucking send that shit my way. Me too. Same. I will read the hell out of anything, basically. Okay, I also, I don't have Lord of the Rings on my list, but I think you could argue to have Lord of the Rings on the list. I think that's fine. Lord of the Rings was such a trendsetter. It was written so long ago, and it's basically where most of uh, generic fantasy originates. Because he pulled so much from J.R.R. Tolkien, is who I'm talking about. Jolkin, Rolkin, Rolkin, Tolkien. I'm he, glad uh, you said it. I was going to if you didn't. He uh, he wrote The Hobbit, and he wrote The Lord of the Rings, and the Simil- Similarion. Similarion? Something like that? I'm um, not sure. Yeah, All of them uh, pull from many different lore and folklore. And that's where we get a lot of fantasy stuff. We mm-hmm. get orcs and goblins and elves and dwarves and He wrote wizards. a fucking language because he's a fucking maniac. He wrote a fucking language. Is that, so, isn't that how the book started? He wanted to write a language and then he yeah. decided the language needed a world. Yeah, that's basically it. He wanted to write a fucking... It's like a dissertation, but he wanted to write a dissertation basically and then decided, huh, this is kind of boring. So he made a world for it. And then went, and that's what the Similarion is. It's his dissertation about his world. It's insane. The dude's a maniac. He write good, though. He got good words. Lord of the Rings is not on my list. Even though it's a good trendsetter, is because many times um, the newer versions are better than the older versions. Not every time, but, uh, you know, you have the origin, and origin was good. Good job. You have created an entire genre. Mm-hmm. But that does not mean that you are going to be the best book out there in your genre. Other people are going to take what you had and create new original ideas, and they're probably going to be better than yours. Absolutely. But, and it also, but new things being better than your original thing don't take away from your original thing being as good as they are. I agree. It's just not on my list because I agree. I like other books more. Same. It's not on my list because I don't like the singing. There just, is a lot I, of singing. I couldn't. It's just so much singing, and the dude doing the singing does it a lot. There's a lot of singing in the first book. There's a little less singing in the second book, and there is practically no singing. There there's may be very, one song yeah. in the third book. One song in the third book. I think it's the progression of the story because you have you know everyone's seen the movie or read the books or don't care, but you have the progression of the Hobbit living a joyous, you know, uh, more song non- happy. Less yeah. songs, real sad. No danger, and then it just kind of descends from there. But my number 10 is another series that maybe you haven't read, but you've probably heard of in some form or fashion. It is The Song of Ice and Fire. It is the Game of Thrones series. I have it at number 10 because it's it's good. I mean, it created a TV show. Uh, TV show also pretty good for the majority of it obviously a lot of people really don't like the ending i would agree ending very bad 
But and we don't have book six yet. Still, apparently George R. R. Martin, George R. R. Jordan Martin said that uh, if we didn't get the book a couple days ago, we could uh, send him to jail. We could lock him up or whatever until he finishes the book, and he didn't finish the book. So maybe he's in jail somewhere finishing the book. But book's good. They are a little boring if you haven't read them. They are a little dry, but that's because there's a lot of uh, political stuff in there. Um, this series is only number 10 for, uh, the third book. The third book is very, very good because the first book and the second book are set up books. They're setting a bunch of stuff up for the buildup in the third book. And I'm not going to spoil any of it in case you haven't read it or watched the show. Uh, it's also a little bit different from the show, but... There's a lot of buildup, and that third book is just nothing but pop-off, and it's really good. So I expect the sixth book to kind of be the same thing, or maybe the seventh book, since the fourth and the fifth book were kind of happening at the same time, which it was a little weird because it wasn't exact, and some of the characters are on in both books, so it was a little weird. But, uh, yep, Game of Thrones series, not called Game of Thrones, it is called A Song of Ice and Fire. Game of Thrones is only the first book in the series. Those are books I've been burned in the past for starting series that weren't finished. So that's just that that's a book series that I'm just going to be like finish it and then I'll read it. I'm good. Sure. I haven't I haven't watched the TV show or I've watched very little of the TV show, haven't read the books. But I'm I'm just going to wait. I'm just going to wait. I keep hearing great things, but I'm just gonna wait until it's done. Yeah. If it never finishes it, like if if he dies or whatever, I would I don't wish that or whatever. I don't want him to die. That'd be a little sad. But if he dies, I'll fit. I'll read the series and just assume it's never. It'll just never be finished. Well, this is a good segue. So you have the Wheel of Time series, which is not on my list anywhere, it's nor should it be. be. Nor should it be. Um, it. If you want to read a 14-book series that is a little derivative, but is a pillar of the fantasy community, read the series. But books 7 through 10 are literally filler books. So, I read them because I felt I had to, to, to say that I read the whole series. I read the first book, and then was like, nah, this ain't for me. This ain't yeah. it, I'm done. It picks up at, like, book 3 through 6, and then it picks up again at books 12 through 14, which are written by a different author, Brandon Sanderson, uh, who finishes out the series. So if George R.R. R. Martin dies, maybe Brandon Sanderson can just finish that series for him right That's quick. Five, that, you listed five books of a 14-book series. That is the epitome yep. of not wanting yep. to read that series. Exactly. But like, it's the kind of thing where if you've got a lot of time on your hand and you're like, I want to be able to say that I read the Wheel of Time series because it is a prolific series in the fantasy sure. community. It's something to do. If you can only read 15 books over the course of this year, don't pick this 14 books plus one other book. Don't do no, it. Don't do it. Don't do it. All right, Alex. Oh, Alex already went. It's mine. It's me. Yes, you. Uh, my, my number 10. It's a relatively new series. It's Lightbringer. By Brent Weeks. It is cool. It is just a fun... It's just it's just a fun series. It's cool. It's interesting. There's stuff 
it's like uh we'll talk it's it has uh interesting plot points but it was between this and the hobbit and this one but just because the hobbit is the hobbit's such a good book but i don't think it i don't know the hobbit's not on your list either no it's an honorable mention but the hobbit's good the hobbit's really good I think the rest of the Lord of the Rings series brings down The Hobbit for me. I think you can you can clarify Sadly. that they're separate, though. Sure, I, I mean did. you can, you can, but I don't know. I didn't. I don't. I think I only have one non-book series, one standalone book on my I on my two. fantasy books on my list. But Lightbringer, it's about uh, set a fantasy world where people can. Bend light. Different lights, different uh, wavelengths have different attributes. And it's just a fun book about a little kid. Not little. About a kid. Growing up in the world. Learning about himself. His dad's like the like the Avatar, basically. Well, compared to the Avatar. Certain benders can bend certain things. Certain, And then there's a subsection of people who can bend more than one thing. And then there's the ultimate, there's the Avatar guy who can bend all of the things. And you can use light to do different things. It's very good. It's a very fun series. Have you read that whole series? I've read most of it. I don't think it's done. How many books okay. are there? Four? Or five? You know how many there's planned to be? I have no idea. Here, I'll look right now. You've you've talked about this book, and it definitely sounds interesting. It's I just by need Brent a sh- Weeks. I just need to shore up a few book series that I've been reading, and then I'll pick up another series. Yeah, it's fun. It's super fun. But it's like, I don't know. The first one is called The Black Prism. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It looks good. It looks good. Yeah, there's five. There's five. There are them. currently five. I don't know oh, how many. Five. five is the last one. It's over? Five is the last it's over? Or five I mean, is the... the... The top thing here says, the nail-biting conclusion. Ah, that makes sense. If only I could read. If only I could read. That's why we listen to books, actually. Because Steven yeah, because and I are both illiterate. <laughs> we just can't do it. It's impossible. Uh, the Night Angel trilogy, The Way of Shadows, that book's fun. It's alright. That series is very edgy, though. I don't... It's alright. It's alright. It's whatever. All right, that's my number 10. Who wants to go next? We'll give it to Alex. What's your number nine, Alex? The Blade Itself. Hey. That, book, that series is good. Is it? That series is very good. Is it on your list too, Steven? Yeah, but it's up higher. Yeah, so do we want to talk about the plot now, when I say it in a little bit, or when you say it in probably later than me? Mine's only in two, so my it's my number seven. We'll just throw it out there. It's my number eight. So we'll okay, talk about yeah, it now we'll then. Talk, we'll talk about it now then. That's fine. Uh, so other than the summary, I don't know anything about this book. Oh, you've never read the book. No, I've never read the book. The first five on my list are books I haven't read, but I want to. Okay. Oh, okay. So originally, it's... I thought The Blade itself was only three books. It is. It is. It's the First Law Trilogy. And then any books after the... Any books after that are set in the same universe, but are different time points and stuff. Gotcha. There are certain books in that series that are just standalones, too. 
Okay, but, so my pick then is specifically the first law series. Yeah, same. That okay. is also mine. Uh, it is the series of three books. It feels, so to me, to explain this book without going into too much detail, so you do follow many different characters. You got the Bloody Nine, who's a barbarian Logan. man. Good old Lo- Logan, the Bloody Nine. Lo- uh, Logan Nine Fingers. You've got a wizard whose name I do not remember. Baez. Baez. The grand old wizard, kind of like Gandalf mm-hmm. in my head, in my I, mind's eye. He's bald in my mind's eye. He's bald with like the signature evil wizard goatee. Sure, he, he, he looks like a combination of Gandalf and... Uh, That's not to say he's evil, but he has the evil wizard goatee. So, you got Captain Jazal. Yes, sir. Uh, or, or Captain Luther is is what he's commonly known as. Yeah, a couple other characters. And basically, they come together to create your classic Dungeons & Dragons campaign. You've got a swordsman, you've got a barbarian, you've got a healer, you've got a wizard. They go off on their merry way. There's also a very angry woman. There's also a, a sketchy woman. A, a, a sketchy torturer. Oh, fuck yeah. I always forget that, that the other half of those books is just Glockter. Just fucking torturing the shit out of people. Glockter is a uh, scary person. Yes, he also yeah, apparently he looks terrifying. Yeah. Uh, because he was tortured. Mm-hmm. But... So it's like a, it's like a, I feel like it's like an anti-adventure. Yeah, 100%. I'm not going to explain that, because by explaining it, I feel like would ruin the book a little bit. Yeah, please don't. I'll give you the short of it. There's fucking no one in this book that you like. No one in this book is good. That's not what I meant, but uh, you also, yeah, everyone's deplorable. Everyone's a giant piece of shit. But the book's written well and is good. The book's written well and the plot is surprisingly good. Yeah, absolutely. It's a it's a really it's a very fun series. But they go on an adventure and shit happens. Uh different fun. Different, different fun, fun than Lightbringer. Uh fun like a roller coaster, not fun like riding a horse, I guess. Or going to a petting zoo. Different levels of fun. Different kinds of fun. Different kinds of fun, sure. So, for Steven and myself, it's the First Law Trilogy, and for Alex, it is The Blade itself, specifically the first book, because he hasn't read it. But, like he said, he saw lists, and they seem to be good. And they are. They are. Those books are good. Um, So, what I was saying earlier is the books that on my list and on Steven's list are going to be books that we've read. For the most part, right? Or are, you mm-hmm. are all okay. Uh, for Alex, he has half and half. But yeah, um, and I think that you know, so there's definitely going to be some bias. Like we could, there could be the best fantasy book out there that none of us have read, and mm-hmm. you know, surprisingly, it was just this underdog book. Um, because even looking at a bunch of lists, some of my books that are a little high up. I didn't see them on the lists just because, you know, I know about them. They're not, that doesn't mean they're popular, but mm-hmm. they're good. Um, so take, take our list with a grain of salt, but also Steven and I have done quite a bit of looking for good fantasy books. Absolutely. Um, and we haven't read all of the books that we've wanted to read, but 
you know, some of it goes into which one looks better. And Mm -hmm. you obviously shouldn't judge a book by its cover or by its synopsis. But, like, if the synopsis is better, if the plot seems better, if the world seems better from the outside, chances are it's better on the inside also. Not 100%, but, like... Yeah. So. My number nine, it's definitely higher on Steven's list. It's The Magicians. Hey, it is it is 100% higher on my list. I fucking love these books. So these books are really good. These books are really good. First I, two are really good. I really enjoyed most of the... Yeah, I agree. I enjoy most of this series. So think about it like adult Harry Potter. Yeah, but not in the sense of... Not in the sense like I'm a, like a fucking adult like i'm a 30 year old man doing magic think of it as the sense of you're like a 19 year old kid and you're going to college and you're also depressed (laughs) you're just sad as shit basically basically throughout all of it i mean like the um so think of harry potter harry potter not on my list anywhere Mm, same if you expected Harry Potter to be on the best fantasy lists, at least for Steven and myself, I don't know about Alex, you're not going to find it. There's we can my... talk more about... Okay, so I'm going to talk about it right now. Harry Potter books are not that great. I'm sorry to tell you. They're really good young adult books. They're really good young adult books. Uh, though, I have heard, and I do kind of agree with, that after you read the first one, the other six are kind of the same. If that offends you, I'm sorry... This is not a Harry Potter podcast. I don't want it to be. I don't either. We're not going to fawn over the four houses and everything that can offer you. Good young adult series. I will fight to the death. I'm a Ravenclaw, though, by the way. So I mean, same, but... It's just because we're the best house. So, like, Harry Potter is just, you know, he's going to school, he's fighting bad guys, he's learning magic. Magicians is the same... So you got, he's going to school, he's learning magic, he's fighting bad guys. But, like, people die. Yeah, the bad guys in this are a little more, uh, Realistic. A dude gets his arms cut off. No, not cut off, eaten off. Yeah, his arms get eaten off. Uh, you got a bad guy that can, like, freeze time and just kills people. Yes, sir. It It is just a dude who shows up, freezes time, fucks around in a fucking classroom kills a lady and then dips and it's uh, absolutely fucking wild the series school is only the first half of the first of book the and other it's my two favorite part <laughs> the other two and a half books are you know other stuff they're adults like they are somewhere between graduating from high school and being like 30 yeah uh the third book he's 30 yeah so also, another book series where you pretty much hate most of the characters. So, how does it compare least, to the TV series? I've never watched the TV, I've never series. Watched the TV series. I've heard it's very bad. I've heard it's very different. I've also heard that. And maybe, I, maybe I'm overstepping. You don't hate all of the characters, but I, you know, you definitely hate at least the main character. I don't know if I hate the the main character is so fucking they're all very um I don't know the word 
Oh, God. You understand where the character's coming from. You can put the character, like... It's not that hard of a leap to to understand where the character's at. Like, it's not that hard to walk, to take a walk in their shoes. They're very relatable. The characters are all very relatable. Yeah, and the book does a good job of writing the characters. Mm-hmm. You could feel for them for sure. Absolutely. And I think that's why they're good books. Um, also, each book is, you know, different. There is a different plot, and it's not just going to school the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, it So I have I pride myself on owning a lot of books. Even though I don't read most of them, I like to listen to them if I can. But I will, I will find books that I can't find audiobooks of, and I'll read them. I'll physically read them. Uh, I had bought myself a copy of Magicians before listening to it. And I had read the first one, and then I listened to the second and the third one. Out of all of the books I own, I have lent that first Magician books to more people than any other book I have combined, I think. I've lent that out like eight or nine times, and every single person has enjoyed that book. Because it's a good series. Because it's a good book. It's a good stepping stone from, hey, I liked Harry Potter. I liked Hunger Games. I liked, you know, these young adult, slightly fantasy books. What... What is my next book? And the magicians, mm-hmm. I think, maybe a little adult in a little bit more of an aggressive way than you expected it to be. Still a good series to get into. And sometimes it's fun and sometimes it's depressing, but ultimately it's a good book series. Mm-hmm. It's a good series. My number nine is the fantasy series that probably got me into to fantasy series or fantasy in general especially the author it's good it's the dark tower series by good old stephen king that those books are fucking there's a lot of those books that aren't good wolves of cal is bad uh susanna's promise is bad yep the one after susanna's promise is good so you have just described four five and six or i'm sorry five six and seven because you have uh, Wolves, Wolves of Kalal, Song of Susanna, and then The Dark Tower is the seventh book. Okay, yeah, The Dark Tower is good. The Dark Tower is fantastic. That last book, Stephen King can't end a book to save his goddamn life. Fucking The Dark Tower ends fucking top-notch, though. But those books are fantastic. Yeah, those books are pretty good. I enjoyed them. It's a real, a real high highs, real low lows, though. Like those first three books, the drawing of three, uh, the gunslinger, and fucking wizard and glass. Wizard and glass. Oh, that's, that's number. That's four. number four. Wizard and glass is my favorite book of the series. I love wizard and glass. And a lot of people really don't like that book in the series because it's all backstory, and people don't like backstory. The but whole whatever. book is backstory. I like Roland. I like Roland's friends. That book is Roland's fantastic. Cool. That book is so good. But Those, that's, that series is really good. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the kind of book series that's like... So it... I don't want to say too much. It's a good book series. It's a good book series. Think of it like a culmination of Stephen King's writings. Yeah. Yeah, there's a... Yeah. Yeah, that's if, a good way of putting it. I, I believe I have heard it referenced as if you really like reading Stephen King... And you just decided to read all of Stephen King. This is the series that you read after you've read all of other St- Stephen King's other works. And you're mm-hmm. like, man, I feel complete. Yeah. 
it ties it all together. And it's good. It's It's definitely on my honorable mentions. What's your number eight, Alex? Uh, Angel Fall. Ooh, what is this? I've never heard of this. So it's a post-apocalyptic world where, like, angels came down from heaven and just destroyed modern mankind. I'm down. Uh, It's got some decent ratings on Goodreads. Uh, 4.15. But it looks pretty good, and it's a trilogy, I think. Penryn and the End of Days. Okay, I'm down. It is a trilogy. So do you want me to write down Angel Fall or the series? Just Angel Fall. I don't, I don't know about the rest of the series. Okay. Another young adult series. Young adult has a a lot of fantasy books. Yeah, and most of them are good. A lot of them aren't good. But there's a fine line. Yeah, there is. Fucking... Okay, I was about to say something that I almost immediately regretted in that... 158,000 people probably aren't going to be wrong, but then 100 and I don't know how many people fucking liked Vicious. Vicious. Uh, okay, that's a, see, I instantly also thought of uh, talking about these books. So you have, you got good, so on, on a rating scale, I'd like to talk about this for a second. You have good books, you have bad books, you have bad books that turn out to be really good books, and you have good books that turn out to be very bad books so what i mean is is if you look at a book and you think man this book looks good and then it is or if you bad book and it is or whatever but if you look at a book and you're like man this book looks really really good and then it's really really bad if they take a good premise and they dangle it in front of you and then it turns out to be an awful book i think that is worse than a bad book that i expect to be bad oh absolutely it's worse it's way worse because you go into it like it's cool. I'm down. And then it's just garbage. It just feeds you garbage. But I'm down to read Angel Fall. That looks so, sick. So, uh, yeah, Vicious is a series. It is a is a two-book series right now. It's simply called Villains. That's the yeah, don't, series don't title. Read it. Don't read it. Uh, by V.E. Schwab. Now, I read the Dark, the Darker Shade of Magic series by V.E. Schwab, and it was not amazing but i enjoyed it it was fun i got the idea for some stuff for D from it you got this one guy who has an ever-changing coat he just flips it inside out and it turns into a different coat and you know so it has a bunch of coats in it and i think it's really cool uh but ultimately it's not that great of a series it's nowhere near my list for sure so i decided to read vicious and i suggested it to steven before i had ever read it because he wanted a superheroes book this book is very bad this book yeah. is awful. It is. It takes a cool idea. It is. Hey, and what if they're superheroes? What, what if they're superheroes? Well, how do we get superheroes? Well, people start manifesting these weird abilities if they come to a near-death experience. Okay, so we're gonna fucking we're gonna mimic that. We're gonna make ourselves superheroes. And, and then, then it just it just goes it, off the rails. Yep. From there, it just goes down the fucking hill. I don't want to talk about bad books, though. I want to talk about good books. I don't either. I would also. So, we're going to talk about a good-ass book. My number eight is good old Mistborn. The first three books. Oh, Jesus. This is kind of low. All right, then never mind. Never no, mind. it's not. It's not. I have Mistborn at seven. Yeah, Mistborn. Fantastic books. Really good books. Tons of fun. 
like ro- like not roller coaster fun, like good fun, happy fun. You got people. People some people can control metals. It's one of the coolest powers of all time. It's so fucking cool. You're like Magneto, except you can do it to like people's emotions and shit. You ingest a certain type of metal and it lets you do some power. And again, it's like Avatar. Lots of these books are like Avatar. Avatar's real uh cultural culturally significant right now because it, it makes it for easy descriptions of other things. So there's like seven or eight metals or something. And you ingest them and you get abilities based on the the metals you can ingest and use. And then you got the Mistborn who can use all of them. And then it's like a tale of of certain people are slaves basically in this book there are there are lesser than people and then those people are trying to fight their way out of the lesser than getting towards equality also everyone in this book is a giant rat let's just put it that way everyone looks like fucking everyone in this book there's a sherlock holmes disney film but all of them are like mice that is the that these are the people in my brain they look like that they they aren't they're actually humans but steven you know in this mind they're real humans but in my mind's eye they're rats just big old rat people wandering around doing rat people things so this is a uh i believe it is potentially to be 10 books that's a lot of books um you have right now you have six books out you have a three book series you have another three book series which is supposed to get one more book and be a four book series and then i believe we are supposed to have another three book series after that and so it's all the same world different timeline so you jump like i believe it's thousands of years i think it's like 1500 or something it's not it's a lot so there's a big jump in time between the third and the fourth book Mm -hmm. and then i assume there's going to be an equally large time jump between the seventh and the eighth book whenever they come out but so you said only the first three books do you have the other three somewhere else no i haven't read the other three i read the okay. first book of the wax and wayne series but i have not read the rest so i have so my number seven is just it's all six of them okay um i think if i only did the first three they may be higher so i liked all six but the a couple of the four through six were not I, I enjoyed them. I didn't. I don't know if I liked the plot as well as I expected to, or I didn't like the plot as much as I did in the first three books. Sure. So first three is kind of like D&D fantasy, it feels like. Books four through six are fucking cowboy-esque. It's cool as shit. Like, I'm having they're a blast because they're yeehawing it up. Someone's stealing a fucking train. Mm-hmm. I imagine this guy's a lawman from the fucking the outskirts. The Wild Wild I'm, West. I imagine that he's got a fucking cowboy hat on constantly. They have to. And him and his partner, their name their names are Wax and Wayne. Which are great. They're good names. They're good names. Mistborn series by Brandon Sanderson. Yeah, we'll talk about Amazing him. Amazing author. We'll talk about him later. This we'll is the lowest this is the lowest book series on the list. Great. Uh there are there are some by him that I don't have on my list. Uh, I did read the Reckoner series, which is another superpowers book. It is a trilogy. Uh, not as great as his other works, but it is a young adult series. So, uh, you know, sometimes they're good books and you enjoy them, but they're not 
as good as some of the other books that you may read. Mm. Like the ones on this list. What's your number seven, Alex? Uh, A Wizard of Earthsea. I've heard, again, I've heard really good things. That's Ursula K. Le Guin or something like that, right? I think so. Yes. The Earthsea Cycle. I've also this has been on my want to read list for a while. Same here. But it's kinda it's kinda long. It's six books. I think the books in it are short though. Yeah. Some of these books we're gonna talk about in a little bit are kinda long. Yeah, uh, so this, yeah, uh, a wizard of Earthsea is only 183 pages, and I say only 183 pages because like Wheel of Time is like pushing a thousand a book, which isn't on our list, but like the Game of Thrones, the Song of Ice and Fire, those are like six to eight hundred pages. Yeah, my top I, the my top yeah. five is just filled with thick ass books. Yeah, thick ass high fantasy books. So. But this is a yeah. This is another series that I would like to get into. Uh, it seems very good. Do you have a synopsis for us, Alex? I don't, but I can get one real quick. Right, I can well, read what? the I can read the the Goodreads thing if you want me to. Do it. Ged, the greatest sorcerer in all Earthsea, was called Sparrowhawk in his reckless youth. Hungry for power and knowledge, Sparrowhawk tampered with long-held secrets and loosed a terrible shadow upon the world. This is the tale of his testing, how he mastered the mighty words of power, tamed an ancient dragon, and crossed death's threshold to restore the balance. That's a good synopsis. I kind of want to read that now. Especially if it's short. Yeah, you just tear through that. Hmm. Okay, I'm down. I need to make a good read so I can follow books. But Yeah, I have a lot of... Uh, books on my list to read i'll just bookmark it it'll be easier it won't be but i just don't want to make a fucking goodreads account sometimes i'll just take a picture on my phone and then i'll just i have a big folder of pictures mm-hmm. i just have it to my audible push list yeah there you go oh i do that too i do that you can do it in a bunch bit. of different ways yeah okay alex it's you again because we both set our number sevens no goddamn uh gardens of the moon is okay. that Malazan? That is. Mm-hmm. That's a bit low, but, but I, you haven't read it. You haven't read it, so you don't know. But it does seem pretty freaking great. We'll talk about it more you later. Wanna, you, want a hot, you want a hot tip I can give you real quick? Don't read that book first. Shut the hell up. Don't read that book first. Read the second book first. But it says we'll, uh, talk, we'll, we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. My number six is The Magicians, because that book is fucking delightful. The I've read... The first third of the first book, like 10 times or something, (laughs) 10 or 11 times, because I get to a point and I just like, hey, they're out of school now, or hey, they're not doing as much cool stuff as I like, and I just drop it. But I really, really, really like the first third of the first book. Also, the second book is probably my favorite. And then, like, that's the best one. That series is really good. Up until maybe a third of the last book. But, again, that series is really good. It's a ton of fun. It is a ton of fun. The second book is so good. If you don't, Julia, best girl, John. It's not even fucking close. It's not close. 
see, I haven't I haven't read the books in a while, so I don't know if I would still say that Alice is best girl Alice or is not. not. She's not. also if you under if you don't know what we mean by best girl, it is a term usually talking about anime, but now it has kind of uh, grown to everything. It is just you watch an anime. It's got it's my favorite you know, character. Julia is my favorite character from the books. Best girl is usually just what you, the term you would use to describe your favorite female character for whatever reason. They or are a male best character. girl. Speedwagon, yeah. Speedwagon best girl. That's okay. Best girl can also be attributed to a man depending on the situation. It's just it's just the best character basically. And Julia is the best character. Sad backstory, Julia. I don't remember his name, but the big Asian guy. Or maybe he's not Asian. He's just Asian he's in my Asian. head. He's just the big guy, though. Oh fuck! What's his dumb name? He's super pleasant. Oh shit! I don't remember. I don't either. Josh. His name is Josh. Yep. It's Josh, Josh is a good character. Forever. So maybe he. I just think he's Asian because we had a friend. Um, back when I read these books, who was just a big jolly Asian dude, and I just attribute Josh to this guy. So now that I don't remember either of their names, they're the same person. That's how it works. They've melded. Yeah, I know what he looks like. I just can't remember their names. So mm-hmm. Josh is a really six. good character. You said the magicians. Mm-hmm. All right, my number six is the Gentleman Bastard series. That's fucking way too low. Good lord. <sighs> That's number I five. Know. Okay, you have only read the first one, right? I've only read the first one. Like so Lock the Lamora. Lies of Locke Lamora series, or the Gentleman Bastard series, is I believe eventually going to be seven books. Correct. We get the fourth okay. one this year. We get the fourth one this November. So these books are really good. They're really good. Yeah, they are. I love them. So think about uh, that fantasy aspect we talked about earlier, like uh, like D and D esque. Even if you don't know anything about D and D, you know a little bit of the classes. You got your paladins, you got your wizards, and of course you've got your rogues. Locke, Lamora, is just a fucking cool rogue. He's a guy who figures the, the situation out. And he he lies his way through the conversation, he steals what he wants, and then in the end he gets what he wants. It's great. The first book is literally just backstory of him learning how to be a rogue and then him pulling off heists. Mm-hmm. Book two is then, the same kind of a sad. thing. And you're a little sad. Uh, book two is him being a cool rogue, a little backstory, but he's also a pirate. Yeah, they are. Book three... Same thing, but instead of a pirate, he's also, like, a politician. Political espionage. The third book is my favorite. The it's The third great. book is so fucking good. Each book is very unique. It yes. is the same guy doing the same kind of a thing, but in a new aspect. And it's super cool. I also, love these Scott books. Scott Lynch? My Scott god. Lynch. That dude can write. Yep. Good these books Lord. are written very well. I thoroughly enjoyed them. I just enjoyed the ones above it just a little bit more. Sure. Like, six six to one are all, like, I would probably just, if, if I had to describe them in a handful of words, I would probably use the same words to describe them. Sure. 
My number five. My number five might be the only like weird one, but the rest, like four through one, are just fucking heat. It's just if you like fantasy, you should read these books. Basically, is my is my four through one. So that's basically all of these, I think. Sure, but there there are some like you should absolutely read. Versus, you can get away. Like you can just if you like fantasy, you should read them. But these top four, like the the top five, are like if you like fantasy. You should probably, like, these should be on your next to-read list. Like, like you should have already read these books by how good they are. Probably. But I don't want to presume. I don't want to be like, you gotta read these books. I don't want to overhype them. No, that you gotta read these books. They're good. Alex said General uh, Investors was his number five. Yeah. Those books are good. Yeah, they are. I recently reread that first book. The first book's good. Well, yeah, we the three of us read it for book club. Mm Mm-hmm. I would, this is a good time to plug this. So the three of us do it's just the three. It was once once many, larger, now few, many, but now it's just the three of us, and we just rotate what books, you know, whatever we each vote. If that is something that any of you would enjoy access to, or suggest, or like would like to suggest books to us, or just listen to, to our books. converse, like Wait, if you just it, want to talk about books, sign me up. Just show up and we'll talk yeah so if you if you wanted to be a part of it if you wanted to give us suggestions if you just wanted to uh, us to record our conversations and uh, just to listen to it just let us know if that's something that you'd be interested in because Mm -hmm. you know we've been doing it for a while and we haven't you know our in-depth conversation is only about five to ten minutes per book but you know if we had a, a market for it then i'm sure we could I would spend more time like actually writing stuff down as talking yeah, points be, or whatever. Yeah, they'd be talking points. Um, if I'm talking for or to somebody else, but I do the work. If that's something that would interest you, let us know. Email us, tweet at us later. We'll give you the stuff later if you don't already know it by heart. Mm-hmm. Got a honeypot them. What's your number five, Stephen? My number five is the Goblin Emperor, because that really? fucking book. Yeah, dude, I love this book. I mean, I expected it to be on your list. Somewhere. It's so good. You just got you just got sad orphan boy becoming happy orphan boy, and it's just like it's I I just describe it to people as it's just a comfy sweater of a book. You're like, man, I've been I've been a little sad. It's kind of hot. It's kind of cold out. Let's turn the fireplace on. Let's get a hot chocolate. And is that like encapsulated in a book? It's just you're sad at the beginning. There's like trials and tribulations that happen like in the middle, and at the end you're just smiling. You're just so happy. It's so good. I love that book. Book's good, and I think describing it as a warm sweater is very accurate. Mm-hmm. There's no the rest of these books, <laughs> not that not that warm sweatery. But nah, you got some sadness going you on. Got some sad. You got some. Uh, I know at least I know three of the four. I don't know the yeah. fourth one, but you got some you got some unfun that are happening here in a little bit. But Goblin Emperor is the barrier between between unfun and fun. So and and when we say unfun, the books are still a lot of fun. There's oh, just absolutely. like it's just the, well, I mean there's unfun stuff going on. Yeah, there's lots we'll of talk very about unfun it. stuff. My number five, it's the Hobbit. Okay, sure. I really like The Hobbit. I think this book is... So, you have Lord of the Rings, 
and they're a good trendsetter. But you also have The Hobbit that's also a trendsetter. You know, it's all around the same time. I can't remember which one came out first. I believe it was, it was The Hobbit. Was it The Hobbit? I believe so. I, I just didn't know if it was like a prequel. Because it is, it is timed oh, before uh, The Lord of the Rings. Okay, well, Stephen's looking that up. I'm going to talk about it. It's a really good book. It is not the first fantasy book I read, but it is one of the first. So it sparked, it, it was one of the sparks for my interest in fantasy books. It. The Hobbit it's came really out in, good. in 1937. Okay, then I think that's first, because I think the other ones were closer to World War II. I believe so as well. Uh, you got a dragon, you got dwarves, you've got hobbits, you've got wizards, you got elves, you got them all fighting each other. Now, I'm not talking about the Hobbit movie. Hobbit movies, fucking trash. It's yeah, tragic no, how bad good. those movies are. Not good. The Lord of the Rings movies are probably better than the books. Yeah, the the first book came out in 1954. Okay. The so Rings. there's a big gap between yeah. Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. Hobbit is a really good book. There's a reason why some high schools have you read that senior year. Because mm-hmm. it's a good book. It is written very well. Yeah. Good plot development, good action, good writing. And it's an old book. As Steven just said, it was, what, 37? 37. 1937. That's a long time ago. We are encroaching on a hundred years for yeah. that book. Yeah. It is what eighty-three years. Yeah. That's a long that's an old book for it to be written so well. Oh, absolutely. I wanna I, that book fucking people love Dune. It's the same shit. But Hobbit. The Hobbit is better Dune. Yeah, it is. It's just better we're, Dune. We're gonna talk about sci fi books. And science, science fantasy and science fiction at a later date. And Dune may or may not be on our list. And Stephen will argue about it more than I'm sure. Dune is a really, really good, bad book. And we'll talk about it on science fiction. But. Hobbit, good book. Hobbit, very good book. Read it. Absolutely. The Hobbit is a fantastic book. Alright, that was number five. We're on four. Oh, it's what your number four. My number four is Scythe. I okay. really enjoyed this book. Is that fantasy, though? I felt it's, like that was... I think it's science fantasy. Uh, I'm going I'm to chalk that up to science fantasy. Is it science fantasy? Yeah. Well, shit. No, science fantasy is fine. You could have science fantasy on here. It says on here that it is fantasy. Yeah, it's science fantasy. Hey, nice. I just finished the second book recently, The Thunderhead. I think the Thunderhead is what makes those books fantasy. Yeah, but it's a computer. Yeah, but it's, it's, a science, it's, it's, it's a science-y aspect. It's close enough to God. I guess. It, the books are cool. You have people can live forever. If they die, they just get remade. You you become a dead-ish rather than dead. Mm-hmm. You have nanites in your bloodstream, in your body, to like relieve pain. If you're fat and you want to slim down... You can increase your metabolism. You can turn your nanites to be like, you just make him make me not. If you're like 65 and you're like, man, this is too old. I would like to be 20 again. So you can revert yourself to be 20. Mm-hmm. Or if you just, if you like being 32, you can just be 32 every year. You yeah. can actually do that. Uh, 
Then you have scythes who go around gleaning people. That is where you kill someone and they don't come back. Because people are still having children, so to prevent overpopulation, you have a group of people to go and remove these people from the timeline. They are uh, the natural causes. They are the natural causes. Lots of times they'll say, oh, well, you know, uh, such and such number of people would die from car crashes, and I see you're driving a car, so you happen to die in a car accident. Sorry about you, and then they'll mm-hmm. kill you. Then they'll kill you. Looks really good. Uh, yeah, I agree. You follow the story of two people who get uh, signed up to be apprentice sides. So you see the development of that. Uh, the Thunderhead is a computer that is basically God. It knows yeah. everything, and it sees everything, and it has a consciousness. It mm-hmm. speaks to every living person except for scythes. Yeah, you are boxed off from the Thunderhead if you are a scythe. Oh, because it's the separation of religion from politics, basically. Basically, yeah. Good books. Really good books. Or book. I've only read the first one. I do like how the quote here at the top of Goodreads is, Thou shalt kill. Mm-hmm. It's a good book series. Mm-hmm. Not on my list, but I enjoyed the series so far. I have the toll, the last one to read. What's your number four, John? Okay. This is my one weird one. It is The Emperor's New Soul. Oh, is that the breath one by Sanderson? Yes. So this is another book by Sanderson, but it is a short. Now by short, I mean it's still like a hundred pages or something. It's a novella, if you will. It is a novella. So the premise, so Brandison does really good magic systems. He does super cool magic systems. Mm-hmm. Now the magic system in this one, I'm sorry, it's not the breath one. That is um, Warbringer. Oh, okay. Warbringer is another cool book, not on my list, but you have a breath system. Everyone has one breath, and you can give breaths to other people. And if someone else has more than one breath, then they have supernatural capabilities. And then you have like 100 breaths, you get, you know, whatever. Uh, Emperor's New Soul, you have the ability to change history. Literally. If I want to make a sturdy bed, and I only have cheap plywood, I can write a rune on the plywood to make it so that the plywood maybe was next to like they were making the plywood in a facility that was next to a forest and they accidentally actually somehow chopped down a tree and that tree is actually what is this this material is made out of not the plywood okay it works better if you go reverse if you're if you want to punch through stone and you want the stone to be soft, then maybe they accidentally just, in the quarry they were digging up the stone, they dug up maybe some weaker stone. Mm-hmm. And so you can then punch through the stone. Okay, that's cool. So it's changing the properties of something by manipulating its history in slight ways. And the more you change it, the more difficult it is. So the premise for this book is this lady, who's a really good rogue, uh, gets caught. And this is right after the emperor is murdered. So her task is to literally recreate the emperor's soul to make it so that he had not died. Okay, I'm down. So why it's so high is because this magic system to me is so... It's it's beyond cool. It is so fucking cool. 
I want an entire book series with this magic system. I don't expect to get it because Brandon Sanderson has a bunch of random novellas and I don't think he's going to make a bunch of series for every single one he's ever made. Mm -hmm. But if you want a good, well-written short story or novella, read uh, The Emperor's New Soul. It's really good. It sounds cool. Let me check it out. My number four is Malazan Book of the Fallen. It is easily... It is the best epic fantasy I've read in my entire life. The entire... The in, fucking Steve Erickson's... Steve Erickson's storytelling with these books are incredible. The chaining of events that you don't think can go together is just insane. This dude, like, it's a, it's a very, it was a D&D campaign. Like, he, it was just a D&D campaign he was doing forever, but he could also write. Like, he's a good author. His words are good. He, he, his prose is really good. And he's a good storyteller. And it just, it just comes out. And good old Malazan Book of the Fallen, and it's incredible. The world building is really good. The only reason I think I have it so low, low, and that it's really good up here, it's a number four. I don't like the magic system as much as I like the magic system in other fantasy books. Sure. And I feel, I feel the magic system needs, like... I like the magic system. It's alright. But the magic systems in other book are more enjoyable to me. So, this series is really good. I agree. It's on my list. We'll talk about it in a little bit. Or, I'll talk about it now, and then I'll just say where it's at in a little bit. It's tough. It is very dark. It is a tough read. It is, it is dark, and it is dense. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing these, these books is explained are... to you. These books are long books. They're long books, and nothing's ever explained. If you want to know how the magic system works, you probably don't get a firm grasp of it until, like, book six or seven. And then even then, a firm grasp is a loose interpretation. Yeah, my interpretation of the magic system is... It's all, like, God-based. Kind of. Kind of God-based. In that... You can worship a thing. You can worship a god, and that god can give you powers. But sometimes you don't have to worship the god, and sometimes you just got to be like nice to the god. Sometimes and they give you powers, and it's really hard for the god to take your powers away. But the god can like not exist if if enough people don't believe in it. It's very strange. It's really very much a belief cool, system. Though. Yeah, it's really but- cool though. So you have other books that will just like something pops up and then the author will give you a little tidbit. If they literally stop the book and give you a tidbit, it's not good. But if they like, you know, if someone asks a question in the book about the tidbit and then someone else responds with, oh, well, you know, the magic system goes like this, you know, that's fine, whatever. You get a lot of books that do that, that will just give you information uh, called information dumps where they just shove a bunch of information at you so that you understand Malazan does not do that. Steven Erickson does not give a shit if you understand what's going on. No, he's going to tell you what's going on. And if you're not paying attention, you're just... If he gives you a name, you best fucking remember that shit. 
there's a dude who gets his fucking face bit off by a horse. In the second book. And in the comes, second book. And he comes back in the eighth book. And he has a name now. He didn't have a name before, no. but now he has a fucking name. No, you, better, you better remember he got bit by that horse. And like we just said, dark stuff. This dude, it's graphic. This dude just walks up and a horse just bites this dude's fucking face off. Yeah. That's gruesome. Just, it's like, it was an angry horse. <laughs> yeah, and the guy's just like, horse. he just shrugs. He's like, I'm sorry, you know, you shouldn't have walked up on me like that. Mm-hmm. And... Yep. Also, people die. The amount, there's like, a lot of rape. There's, there's a, a lot, lot of, rape. of rape. Yeah. There's a lot of rape. And it's not like it's not savory rape. It's very unsavory rape. So savory rape means. So I, I I guess there is no savory rape. That's not. But it's very unsavory. Like it's aggressive rape. It is yeah. not like it's not subtle. No. It is there's no. There's no. I understand what you're trying to say. Like, there's no, there's no fun. Like, not that rape is fun, but there's no, like, this is what I imagine I would feel like if someone close to me was raped. It is that level of, holy fucking shit, I was not prepared for that at this moment. There's physical rape. There's mental rape. There's there's emotional rape. It's bad. It's bad. But all the other good stuff are so good. The books are written so well. The yeah. characters are written very well. Mm-hmm. The world is really cool. The plot development is very good. But it is a se- it is a 10 book series, one of the longest series long of all times fuck. by word count because it's just each book is tremendous. It's so it, you know, after reading all books, I've re- I finished it. I still feel like I have no idea what went on and I need to go back and reread that series because it's just dense as hell it's super dense but like the characters in this book are incredible they're so good and there's so many Mm -hmm. there's so many fantastic characters in this entire thing uh what's your favorite book from the series it's book seven it book three is probably the best book book seven is probably my favorite what's that one I don't remember what it's called. It's not go. the Bone Hunters. It's the one after the Bone Hunters. The one Hunters. after Bone Hunters. Mine is number three. Mine is Memories of Ice because that book made me cry like a bitch. Memories of Ice is the third book in the series, and it is widely acclaimed to be the best book in the series. Uh, my favorite book is book seven, Reaper's Gale, yep. specifically because of one character that shows up for that book. That book, okay, and that, that book, character is very sad. That book made me cry. I saved an hour-long bookmark from that book, and I listened to it like three times in a row because it was just so good. That part is very, very good. It's also extremely sad, but it's not. It's, it's a different type of sad. Book three, book three is so good. This is uh, yeah. So if you if you want to get into the series, start a book two. So there's, you have some people who say start at book one. You have some people who say start at book two. You can do either one. They happen at the same time. Yep. Um, I think why so many people say start at book two is because they read book one first and they didn't like it. But I read book two first and I didn't like it. Because I think that the, the world is so dark 
and the writing is very dense and it's tough to get into, that you are just kind of adverse to the first book that you read. No matter which one it is, it's like, this book is tough and I don't like it. Sure. And then you read the second one, whichever, you know, whether it's the second one or the first one in the series, the second book that you read is going to be easier for you to read and you're going to enjoy it more. The second book is also more linear than the first book. The first book kind of jumps all over the place. There's a lot of there's a lot of characters in the first book that you kind of need to know about. The second that's, book that's true. The second book revolves around like six characters, seven characters. That is true. Whichever you do, if you wanted to read the series after you read book three, that's a good stopping point. Not to like stop reading the books altogether, but like if you're someone who likes to read. Yeah, if you if you like reading a book like a book series from book one to book whatever and the whole series in a row without an intermission, you can do this series with an intermission. Book three is a good stopping point to recover, read some other books that maybe are shorter, and then come back to book four yeah. because book one through three is like a section. Book three is the culmination of book one and book two, and then there's like a stopping point, mm-hmm. and then you can start book four. Which is a backstory book. Yeah, it is. It's a very good book. Book four is uh, sick as hell. Book four is not chronological. It happens before book one. Yeah. Or all, basically at the same time. Yeah, four, like, five, six. Four, five, six, seven, eight. No, what do they what do they catch up? Uh seven. Seven is where the two stories catch up. Okay. It is so you have book. Four and five, I think it's five, which are different. Yeah, book four and five are different, other characters that you haven't met up to this point. And then book six is going back to your original characters, and then book seven is all the characters have met up. Because there's up, just. Met up is a weird term. They don't, they're yes. not like. They don't join the their same time, team. They their just, timelines have yeah. merged. Yes. Um, some on one side, some on the other. You also don't know who the main bad guy is until like Seven. the f- sixth. Yeah, it, late. You don't know who the bad guy is. There seems like there's no plot. There seems like like you don't know who's on what side. You figure everything out as you go. Mm-hmm. So when we say it's rough, it is rough, but it's worth it. Oh, absolutely! It's a good series. Yeah, it is. It's very good. It's probably again. It's probably the best high fantasy series I've ever read in my entire life. So I agree. It's not my favorite, but it is probably the best. Yeah. So it's yeah. a little higher on my list. Yeah. What's your number three, Alex? Uh, Superpowers. Love it. Okay. Very fun series. That's a really good series. Is I did your wanna, list too, Stephen. I didn't want to put it on here. I want to put it on science fiction or uh, yeah, science fiction. Is it science fiction though? I feel like it's more fantasy. I, it's now. both. It's I, both. See, I, I feel. I feel like it's just straight up fantasy. It's both. I would. It's science fantasy. I would. I would put it more towards science fantasy than I would just pure fantasy. But those books are really good. That entire series is so much fun. I love the shit out of it. There are better. The fantasy books are just so much better than it though. Is the problem? They are. They are. Uh, the only reason it's so high is because it's such a fun and quick read for how long yeah. the books are. Yeah, that third, that that fourth book is long as fuck, though. I've only read the second book yet, but I mean, you've read how many? First two? Uh, only yeah, only the first two. the The fourth book is like seventy hours, or sixty hours, or something like that. Sixty two hours. It's long as shit. Is what I saw. That's a long book, but it's good. It's a ton of fun. It's Harry Potter, except 
Superpowers. Superpowers, and they're in college. So uh, Google tells me that the first, so you know, it's a list of genres, and the first one is science fiction. Okay. But it also says fantasy fiction, so like you can have it literally wherever. Apparently, mm-hmm. there's a fine line between science fantasy and fantasy, or science fiction and fantasy. Sometimes I think there's a thinner line between science fantasy than there is between like science fiction and fantasy. Like science fantasy, you gotta have swords. Or, Sometimes there's both. Lots of yeah. times there's both. Yeah. If you have magic, it's fantasy. Correct. Like, you know, it doesn't it doesn't matter what else you have. It mm-hmm. has fantasy aspects if there's magic at all. If Basically. there's fantasy beasts, like dragons, it's fantasy. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily high fantasy, but it is fantasy. I think Dune is the perfect descriptor when you're talking about a science fantasy book. Because they're flucking, they're, they're flying around at light speed and shit. But also, uh, there's like a time-traveling small child. Yeah, big scary worm monster also. And there's swords. Like, they fight with swords. Yeah. It's, it's a weird book. It's weird. But it's a different book. Superpowers, though. Oh, boy. Are those books fun? What is your favorite power, Alex? I want to say Vincent's. Vincent's so power fucking yeah. sick. Yeah. Vincent's power is pretty fucking sick. So he... He absorbs energy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kinetic energy. I think my favorite part is the kinetic energy shit. It's fucking cool I don't cool fucking know how you hell. absorb kinetic energy. It's cool. Like, if someone throws a punch, oh, there's yeah, yeah, energy yeah, yeah. there, sorry. and he steals it. He snatches that shit up. I remember I asked if he could steal potential energy. He can't steal potential I didn't know how he would do that. would be that. fucking insane. <laughs> he just stands high on, a, like, a ledge, and he just, all right, I'm charged up. He can do light he can do fucking fire. He can do electricity. It's very cool. It's super cool. Uh, I think my favorite is good. What's uh? What's what's the blonde girl's name, Alex? Do you know which one? The one that controls the one that's on the, the one that's on Vince's team. Alice. Uh, Alice? Alice? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Pretty she sure. She flies. Yeah, yeah. Gravity control. Her, da- her dad's power are very cool. Yes. Uh, the alchemist? Yeah. yeah he yeah. can turn... Maybe he too. turns things into other things. It's very sick. Like, he, he only ever has pitchers of water, but if you ask for a gin and tonic, he makes, like, the best tasting gin and tonic you've ever had in your life. That's it's super cool. Something cool. Well, like, he touches... He, touch, he puts his finger in the cup, and he turns it to that. His dad was abusive to him, so he poisoned his bottle of whiskey before giving it to him. It's very cool. Spoilers. That's whatever. His dad very very the alchemist dad basically never comes up. Fair enough. Uh, I gotta say, a close second is what's that healer chick's name? The one oh, that God. absorbs the damage and it can that heal absorbs. It back? Yeah, that yeah, that shit's so cool, cool as fuck. God, what is her dumb name? I don't remember. Oh, I don't remember, but she she doesn't she doesn't heal things. She takes the damage away from people and stores it in her body, and then can give it back to other people. It's very cool. There's a Jekyll Hyde guy. There's a fucking evolution guy that's sick as hell. And it doesn't matter. She doesn't. She gives injuries. 
she does not deal damage. So, like, if you broke your arm, she doesn't take away your broken arm. Or she takes away your broken arm. She does not take away the what caused your arm to break. So, if she does it to someone who's, like, arms just can't be broken by, unless you're, like, struck by 15 tons of force or something, she can still break your arms. Because she's not impacting the force, she's breaking your arm. She's giving you the broken arm. It's like a condition. She takes she takes the she takes the condition away. If something was broken, she takes the broken condition away. But she can also give the broken condition to other things. It's cool as fuck. It's super cool. I don't know her name though. Camille, that's her name. It's a good name. Another dude can probability's up there too. Probability is a cool ass power, but eh. It's all right. Steven, is your weird one number three? Not weird, but like the no, one my weird that one is Goblin Emperor. No, 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 no. You're gonna so one of your next three is going to be something that is not on Alex or my list. I think. Really? I don't know. I don't know which one it is. I don't think that's true. We'll see. It'd be weird. It'd be super weird if y'all didn't have my top three. But we'll see. A- Alex just gave his number three, and I've already talked about how Malazan is in my num- in my top three. My number three is the Gentleman Bastards. Oh, okay. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. That- that's the one I was talking about. Because I forgot it wasn't on your list yet. Yeah, you put it way too fucking low. That book is, br- is written beautifully. And the third book, the third book's ending is so incredible. It's so well done. It's so well done. But if you don't like... I don't even want to call it a twist. It's not a twist, really. It's just like a... I don't know how to describe it. I don't know how to describe it without spoiling it. But the third, the, the ending of the third book... I think skyrockets that book... To, like, the fucking stratosphere. The way he does the ending is incredible. Those books are so good. I need to go back and reread two and three before November. Yeah. The end, like, those books are so well written. I agree. The characters feel very real. Uh, I didn't, I didn't mention this with number four, but that book, like, typically, I don't want to say typically, but in a lot of books, if a character isn't mentioned, they're, it's like a, it's like they're frozen. Like, that character isn't doing anything until they're brought up again. But in in Malazan and in Gentleman Bastards, if that character isn't brought up, it still feels like they're doing stuff. Like, moving about within the world. And I think Scott Lynch does that very, very, very well. In, they both uh, do it. In Gentleman Bastards. Yeah, Steve yeah. Erickson does that. Steve Erickson does that, like, incredibly well. But, absolutely. Gentleman Bastards fucking slaps. Super fun. Super fun. Like, it's just, it's a thrill ride. It's, I had the first, the first book was described to me as fucking Die Hard. And it kind of, it's apt a little bit. It's really good. It's really good. Uh, so I, uh, like, 
I've talked about multiple times. I am a dungeon master or a DM for many uh, D&D campaigns with these two people and a couple others. And I try to emulate what Steven just said is where if you don't see a character, they are still doing stuff in the background. Where if you play like a video game, like if you play Skyrim, if anyone's played Skyrim or whatever, any of those kind of RPG video games, like the open world ones, if you go to a town, it doesn't matter if you were level 1 or level 55 or anywhere in between, you're still going to get that quest. Like it's still going to, everything is going to line up. Like Mm -hmm. this is your first time showing up. It doesn't matter when you show up. There's, you know, which you feel a little disjointed sometimes, right? But you don't feel that in these books, like he said, is because, like, they aren't just waiting around. Yeah, Shit's they're, not, going they're on. not waiting for the main character to show up and do stuff. They're, like, doing stuff. It's, it's super cool. It's super cool. So, my top three has moved around quite a bit as I thought about doing this list. So, my, my number three, I don't know if it should be number three or higher, but it's Malazan. Okay, reasonable. So, this could be anywhere between one or three. If this was my number one, I don't think that that would be a bad place for it. I I also think that this is probably the best fantasy series that I have ever read. It is not my favorite. And I don't know if it should be number one on this list because, because it is so tough to get into. Because it is so dense. Mm-hmm. Now, not necessarily... You know, it's not necessary for your book to be accessible to all people for it to be good. You don't have to make a book dumbed down for it to be considered good. I think that that makes it bad. But I think if your book is there, – there's a point where it is too dense for it to be considered the best. It is like old uh, fucking – Infinite Jest. It's like Infinite Jest. But Infinite Jest is not a book to read. These books are books to read. Like, you you would like, like, Infinite Jest is a book to say you've read. It is not a book to read. But Malazan... I disagree. Yeah, whatever. whatever. It was a good book. That book was fantastic. Sure, whatever. It's, it's... But, that's so, a different list. Yeah, we'll talk about that I agree. later. But Malazan is not difficult for the sake of being difficult. And I feel Infinite Jest is that sometimes. So after after reading it, I think that you couldn't have written the book to mean what it does without it being as difficult as as it was. Now, even though I think it's a good book, I don't think it could be classified as the best book in any kind of list because it is so inaccessible to so many people. Not so being difficult does not inherently make your book worse, but I think that it it does put a cage around yourself. I don't I don't exactly know how to express myself in what I'm saying, but I understand I, I, do th- I, I, I understand what you're saying. I do think you lo- like you may lose a point or two. It's not a significant thing, but you do lose a little bit because you are so difficult to get into. Mm-hmm. I think you still should read it, but there are going to be some people who like reading and they aren't able to get into certain books because it is literally inaccessible to them it is too tough for them to read um well i read the malazan series i had a uh fucking a web page where two authors wrote their synopsis of every single chapter 
so that I could go in and read their chapter synopsis after every chapter because of how tough this book is to read. And I, you know, it's a good book, but that's maybe a little too tough. Yeah. So I, I guess I can't decide whether it's the best fantasy series I've ever read or not, but it probably is. Oh, I think it is. I think it's, I think it's, I need to read more, I guess, but currently with the, with the fantasy books I've read, this book is, this, that series is the best fantasy series I've ever read. I think so too. Um, I have an argument a little different upcoming, but I think all three of us have the same two. I don't know if they're in the same order, but we'll see. We shall see. I think, I'm pretty sure we do have the same last two though, because you'd be... (laughs) You'd be a maniac to not have these last two books. Or series, I should say. What's your number two, Alex? The Stormlight Archives. Good number two. Good number two. That is also my number two. Really? Yeah. Stormlight Archives is my number two. That magic system is so incredible. It makes sense. There's no fucking logical inconsistencies. It just... It just it works the way you would think it would work. There's no like nothing fucking nuts happening. There's no there's I don't think there's any Deus Machina in that book. I don't think so. Unless there's literally Deus Machina, like because there are gods in the book. Yeah, yeah, but I don't think there are I don't think there isn't any like not literary. Yeah. There's no literary Deus Machina. It's good though, fucking Stormlight. Oh my god, I'm rereading those books right now. Same. Holy shit, that first book is so good. I've only read the first one, but I need to read the rest. Yeah, you do. Yeah, we you got do. W- another series where we get book four in November. You got like four months, Alex. Those right. books are those books are long though, but Stephen, it's already August. Yeah, like three months. Oh Jesus Christ. You got like three months to read those books. But so you got you got Kaladin. He's angry. He's sad. You got Shalon. She's angry. She's sad. And she's different. not angry. She's upset and sad in a different way. You got I mean... Dalinar, who's <laughs> angry and sad. Lots of angry, sad people, and they get powers, and they do cool shit with those powers. And you got you got bad things happening. But, like, mentally bad. I don't think... There are very few happy people who get the powers. Yeah. Well, that's the point, I think. I think so. I don't want to spoil any of that, but... Brandon Sanderson writes depressed people very well. Yeah, because he writes real people who are depressed, basically. Every, every, Every single character feels real. Oh, absolutely. In those books. Mm Mm-hmm. And like I feel, I feel sad. Your number two should be Stormlight Archives. Your number one should not be Stormlight Archives. But see, I I, I disagree. Do you want me to say my argument now or when we get there? We'll get there in a second. I'm pretty sure okay. me and Alex are yeah. in agreement. Yeah, I'm I'm upset that because we were really close to all three of us having the same one and two. Yeah. But and I'll I'll, I'll explain myself when we get there. Stormlight Archives so good. They're so good. Those like. 
they're so much fun. Yeah. There's so much pop off. You have the fr- the famous uh Brandon Sanderson avalanche. Just the last half or the last like third of those books are just it's just pop off after pop off after pop the off. The books are super long. They're like a thousand plus pages. Mm-hmm. And the like you have three hundred pages, which is the length of a normal book, is just straight pop off of that book of the build up to the avalanche mm-hmm. and it's fantastic you have you have i don't think i have ever like th- these books are the closest i have come to literally cheering when i listen to this book these books because of certain things that happen in the books are so fucking cool and sometimes are very unexpected the, second, the, the second first time book, you read them the second book has a part where it's just like it's just you're you're like happy crying while it's happening and it's fantastic it's so good honor is dead yes sir but i guess i can give it a shot yes sir god that's just so good the the third book is also fan fucking tastic yeah they're all good i don't think i've ever read a brandon sanderson book that is worse than a six and that was only a single book six out of ten i mean that was his first book Every other book I've ever read by him is just really good. Yeah. Yeah. There's so, like he's just a good author. Yeah, he is. Okay. But um but he's not as good as my number 1. Okay, see I so he's not as good as my number 1. So here I'm a, I'm going to talk I'm going to talk a little bit more about Stormlight Archive since it is my number 1 and then we'll talk about my number 2 and your number 1. All at the same time. Sure. Sound good? Okay. So why I have Stormlight Archive at number one. Because this is... So we only have three books. This is apparently, in the end, supposed to be a ten book series. Ten books is a lot of books. It is supposed to be five books, a break, and then five more books. And a break, I don't know if in time or just different characters or what. So Malazan is the best fantasy series that I have read to date. But I think by the time I am done reading Stormlight Archive, now it would it's going to be much later by the time he finishes all these books. It'll be like 2040 or something, mm-hmm. I think, because it gives us one every like three years or so. I think at the end of Stormlight Archive that that will be the best fantasy series I have ever read to date because those books... Those first three books are so good. And every book just starts compounding on the last book. It's going to be amazing. Because that's what's been going on. I don't know. See, I don't know. But that is what I feel. Because And now, also, I literally just reread book two for the Stormlight Archive, Words of Radiance. Like, I finished it like a week ago. So it's fresh in my mind how good these books are. I think I've read I've read the first two books three times each. I've not I've read the the third one twice. Up until recently, I've only read each book once. So this is my reread through it. These books are so good. The magic system is very cool. Mm-hmm. The characters are real. There's funny moments in these books. There are oh, good yeah. conversations between yeah. these characters. There is a lot of. Brandon Sanderson write, uh, writes and designs fights very well. He 
makes really good dialogue. You feel for these characters. You feel what's going on. And for my number two, also. But, I don't know. It's just, it's so much longer. Like, we're going to get so many more books out of this series. And I don't, I don't think making a long series is going to give you points, but it makes me like it more. Because it's the kind of thing like, oh, I, I like this book so much, I never want to put it down. Well, with these books, they're long as fuck, and we're eventually going to have a bunch of them. So, you know, you mm-hmm. don't really have to. Yeah. Um, also, Brandon Sanderson has the Cosmere, and I think that is the coolest shit ever. Even though it's subtle. It's something that you don't have to understand to read his books, but if you do, it just makes them all the better. So, the Cosmere is the universe or the multiverse, I believe it's just a universe. I think it's just a universe. That most, not all, but most of the Brandon Sanderson books are based in. It's Mistborn, Warbreaker, and Stormlight. I believe that's it. Uh, He has short stories and other ones. Okay. So you have all of these different magic systems and all of these different worlds, and they collide in subtle ways. Mm-hmm. You have a character who commonly goes by the name name of Hoyd. I'm not going to tell you his name in the Stormlight Archive series because that would spoil. Like, you, you get to figure it out as you go. He is just prevalent in all of the books. He's in all of the books all based of the books in the Cosmere. The Cosmere are based in. Yep. He, he, is, he shows up in every book. And whether or not his name is Hoyd, he's described in the same way. Sometimes the books overlap because for what, like for whatever reason that we don't understand up to this point, people have been able to teleport or travel or whatever from world to world. Mm-hmm. And his books cut like mesh. And it's so fucking cool. It's like what Stephen King tried to do in the Walls of Kala, but it's good. Exactly. Exactly. It's almost it's almost like the Tarantino verse. Where all of those films take place in the same... Or uh, Pixar movies. Yeah, or Pixar movies. Where they all take say, take place in the same universe, but it's all different, like, timelines and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm ready for these books to fucking combine. But... You also have uh, Edge Dancer, which is a novella, like, 200-page novella over one character. And mm-hmm. we're, we have another novella over another character that I haven't read for this series that I need to. I'm very Ooh. excited. I'm ready for book four. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm very excited. But you know why it is a number one? You know what is number one? It's good. It's fucking King Killer Chronicles. Right, Alex? Yep. Fucking yeah. great. Fucking yeah. Have you read the second book? No, but I'm... Or I started it, I guess. Okay. The reason King Killer Chronicle is above Stormlight Archive... If I don't read Kingkiller, I'm probably not reading the rest of these books. Like, I don't think I don't think I get as in depth into fantasy as I did if I don't read Kingkiller. If I don't read Name of the Wind. Sorry, Kingkiller Chronicle is two books. There's supposed to be a third one. He's never gonna finish it, so it's it's just two books, whatever. Uh, I saw that it's supposed to be released August 20th of this year. Yeah, go fuck himself. I highly doubt it. If that book comes out in fucking 17 days, I'll parade myself naked. 
up and down Main Street. I'll do it. I'm the fuck. Oh, God. I hope he releases it. There's no fucking way. That book is not coming out this year. I refuse to believe it. But. I mean, I also refuse to believe it. There's no fucking way. But King Killer. It's just. It's just. I don't think I read any of these other books if I don't read King Killer. Like, I'll read... The only thing that's an exception is the Dark Tower series. Like, I would have read that series because I like Stephen King, but... Anything else on this book, I don't think I read. Actually, that's not true. Gentleman Bastards as well. Only because Patrick Rothfuss was like, hey, this dude got good words. I'm like, okay, if you say he's got good words, good word man, I'll read his books. But yeah... Those books are fucking incredible. That first book is so good. That is my favorite magic system. They do so well at setting up the first book. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Oh my goodness. That... Patrick Rothfuss' prose is just... It's very good. It's incredible. It is in-fucking-credible. That is the only thing I wish... That is one of like the big things I wish Sanderson did better. If Sanderson had Pathographus's prose, oh my god. Give me give me an author with fucking Sanderson's work ethic and Pathographus's prose. My god. What a what a fucking force to be reckoned with that would be. I don't know. I really like Sanderson's prose though. It's it it's not Sanderson writes well. But his writing is not beautiful. Patrick Rothfuss's mm. writing is fucking beautiful. Like, there's just... Like, it's just so pretty. I'm not going to describe Sanderson's... His, his prose is not pretty. It's well written. It's fine or whatever. Like, it's good. But Patrick Rothfuss's shit is, like, gorgeous. I love... I love... I've read... I've read both of those books... I'll pick one every year to reread. And I've been doing that since high school. So I've read both of those books probably a total of like 14 times or something. Like both of those books are incredible. Absolutely incredible. I like, even though that that series is never going to get finished. Like you could just, both of those books are so good. And there's going to be questions or whatever, but like they don't really matter. Like, the answers you do get from the first two books is, it's enough for me. So, I don't know. Kingkiller. Ugh, that series is so good. The magic, the magic system is so fucking cool, too. So, I agree that if I had never read Name of the Wind, I probably wouldn't like fantasy as much as I do now. I don't think that that means that it is the best fantasy book, though. I think that's just a part of why it's the best fantasy book. Sure, but I don't think it weighs in at all. Because this just happens to be the book that was given to me first. You know, it could have been any other book. And, like, that book would have, like... I think I think if I had read Hyperion when I read Kingkiller, I would have, I would have disregarded this list and just would have read science fiction stuff. Maybe I think that's I think that's what it I think that's what it would have done to me like. But so 
you know, I have a friend, and he was really poor, and didn't really, like, kind of just bumming on couches for a while, and he didn't really have any possessions, and his one possession was a copy of The Name of the Wind. And he lent it to me, and I read it, and I fucking loved it. It was a thick book, but I still read it very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I made a couple friends specifically because they saw me reading this book. Uh, it's a really good series. The book series is phenomenal. And when it, whenever we get that third book, if and when we do, I don't know if we will. It's very likely that we won't. Patrick Rothfuss claims that he is writing the book. He also claimed that he threw out the entire script for the book, uh, you know, that he was writing for multiple years and then restarted. He also so, wrote himself uh, into a corner because he's a maniac. He, he also wrote himself into a corner because the series is about Kvothe, this red-haired kid. going like So the book tells you what the kind of book it's going to be from the beginning. It is, hey, I'm this big shot guy. Let me tell you my story of my life of how I became to be a big shot. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, so you have old Kvothe telling this guy named Chronicler about young Kvothe. And he says, I'll tell you the story in three days. And then each book is another day of him storytelling. So he has to try and shore up the rest of the book series in this one book. Now, I think... Now, the first two books were long, so... The first two books were long. long well, but you have... A, in two fantasy series that I read, in Wheel of Time and in the Malazan, the last two books are one book, but they are two separate books because of how long they are. Mm-hmm. I think he should just do that. I think he should just say, you know what, guys? I'm sorry. It will be four books. It will not be three books. I know that doesn't sound as good, but it will be four books. And the last two books are basically part one and part two of the third book, of I think, the third day. I think Rathless is such a perfectionist that he doesn't want to do it, though. Probably. And that that's why it's taken so long and we may just not get it. Yeah. But I agree. I also almost cheered a couple times in this book. Oh, absolutely. There's you have a lot very, of cheering that goes on in this book. You have very vivid descriptions of very horrific things and you feel fucking afraid mm-hmm. and sad for young Kvoth, but then you also have him doing really cool things. Uh Patrick Rothfuss made a board game based off of a game in the second book called Tack, which I've never played, but I'm down to try. I agree. But like I said, my top three could have been in any order. Like, uh, I think two through four could be switched around, but I don't, I don't see a world where I don't put King Killer at number one for me personally. But, and it's up there. Yeah. Like, easy. Like, easy, these are my top three. Like, no, for me, no question about it. Uh, Stormlight and Kingkiller are, like, neck and neck. Okay. I just like Stormlight a little bit more, and I expect to get more books, and Brandon Sanderson is actually going to write the books. Yeah, Sanderson, that's, another, that's, a, that's a gigantic leg up that Sanderson has on Rothfuss, is that he'll actually fucking finish a goddamn series. George R. R. Martin, Patrick Rothfuss, never going to finish their series. Nope. Sanderson's just going to finish every goddamn series. He finished Wheel of Time. He's going to finish his own series. He's going to write every other series, and it will be good. Mm-hmm. Even if it's so. not good, it'll come out. <laughs> but 
I, it's I been a there, long episode. This has been a long episode, but I also we don't do enough. We didn't do enough arguing. This is just hey, we want to talk about good ass books. The episode, but well, yeah. So you know, do we have any honorable mentions we want to talk about? Yes, American Gods. Okay, that book's fun. It's a fun book. That's it. The Warded Man for me is neat. It's a dude. He runs around. There's like demons and shit, and he puts tattoos on himself to fight the demons. Like there, there are wards you can have to that protect your. It's like a, it's like a sea bear circle. You got to be real specific about how to how to do it to keep those sea bears out. But he finds like ancient runes that work to fight things better, and he starts tattooing them all over his body. And just punching the fuck out of demons. It's cool as fuck. Something that I didn't even think about putting on this list is Alice in Wonderland. Have you read that book? Yeah, it's really good. But, you know, it's a children's book, so. Yeah. I need to read it. It is. uh, Alice in Wonderland. Not Through the Looking Glass. Through the Looking Glass is a story. But Alice in Wonderland is a bunch of small tales. There Mm, is no um, direction. Because every story is, I started, I, I walk in the door, I meet the person, I leave the room. Okay, So, sure. it, you know, it is, it is a bunch of, it doesn't matter what order you read those stories in. It's almost like little proverbs. Okay. Uh, if Carrie and uh, Comfort counts as a fantasy book, Carrie and Comfort's up there. I love the fuck out of that book. I, I think it has to, right? Yeah, definitely. Why uh, is that not on your list? Because I didn't think it counted. Where would it have been on your list? Uh, probably five, and gone below number. Like, it probably just slides in at number five and pushes everything down, and Lightbringer gets knocked out. Sure, but fucking carrying comfort, I love that book. I love that book. Number one power. Fantastic book. I've heard good things about Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell. Okay, I read most of that book. Couldn't finish it. Because it is... It is a dry accounting of how magic is. But I should probably go back and finish it before I write it off. But it's alright. Do you have Do you have a favorite narrator? Uh, so, since we listen to a lot of audiobooks, a lot of audiobooks are done by the same kind of people. Um, not, you know, you're not going to see the same uh, narrator for a bunch of books, necessarily. But, like, you're like, oh, man, I heard this guy read off this other book. And then, you you know, you're either happy or sad because you connect the voices sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like Michael Kramer and Kate Redding. Yeah, they're good. Uh, they are husband and wife. And they read basically every single one of Brandon Sanderson's books. Some of the books only have Michael Kramer, but then you have uh, the Stormlight Archive, which are read by both of them. And they'll just alter like who, because the Stormlight Archive, the chapters are centered around one character. And then if it's a male character or a female character, you know, mm-hmm. whichever will do the reading for that chapter. And they'll just do men and female voices. Uh, I also like the guy who does Lies of Locke Lamora quite a bit. He does half of Malazan. He does do half of Mal, the second half. Or like four, he does four through ten. Yeah. 
I don't remember his name though. The best fucking voice actor. Tim Gerard Reynolds. It's Tim Gerard Reynolds. That dude is so good. It's incredible. We'll talk about him when we do science the, fiction. The scythe, yeah. But good lord, can Tim Gerard Reynolds talk? That's not for a while, though. Yeah, go read Red Rising. Go listen to Red Rising, I should say. We're talking about science fiction and fantasy books in five weeks, six weeks, in a month and a half. Mm-hmm. That's not science fiction and fantasy. It's science fiction, science fantasy. Yes. Because we just talked about fantasy. Correct. Good books. Good Red Rising. Red Rising fun. But this episode has been very long. But we did give you a lot of information about all of these books. So hopefully we listed off one or two that you thought were kind of cool and you want to go read or listen to. So, do we have anything else we want to talk about, though? No. No. I don't want to taint this episode with with horrible stuff. This, okay. this is like a nice, good episode before we jump into next week where I'm probably going to shit on a bunch of fucking Disney films. L- much, much more aggravate. What much more argumentative in the Disney films than I am on fantasy books. Yes, uh, this episode was a lot of us just talking about nice, nice fantasy books that we liked to read. Mm-hmm. Most of them are pretty similar, uh, or ones that we've at least heard of. Next week, we're talking about Disney movies. Now, we have a couple stipulations. No Pixar, no live no action. No Pixar movies, no live action. So, because uh, you do have Disney Pixar movies, so... Nothing that was ever touched by Pixar at all. It had to be Disney exclusive. Correct. And it has to be animated. Correct. It cannot be a Disney Channel no movie. 101 Dalmatians cannot, with it, fucking real ass people in it. It has to be an animated movie. So uh, for there are still quite a few movies out there for you to pick from. There's a fuck or, why we made the stipulation with Pixar is because at a later date, we're just going to do specifically Pixar, and there are spe- significantly less Pixar movies than there are Disney movies. Mm-hmm. But next week, we will have a guest. It is Liz. It is my girlfriend. She will be here and giving us her opinion about Disney movies. So if you want to email us, you can do so at this is why you're wrong at yahoo.com. Rate us five stars on iTunes. You can rate us five stars on iTunes now. You can tweet at us at this is why you're wrong. One. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at this is why you're wrong. One or underscore one. You can tweet at me at double owls. You can tweet at me at phnov1. So, like I said earlier, if you want to talk to us about books, or if you think it'd be cool to listen to us talk about books, or if you just you know want to be kept in the loop, whatever, tweet us your book list. I'll read. Just just give me just let us know. Exactly. Um, But I think that's all for this episode. I think that is as long as shit. All right, all right, deuces.